0: You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in the Ramah Israel, fifty-seven, eighty-one, two thousand twenty-one. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Baloscha. Towards the beginning of our Parsha, in chapter eight, verse five, the verse says, Sham God spoke to Moshe, to Moses, and He said, take the Levites, Israel, take them from the midst of the children of Israel, V'tiharta Isam, and you shall purify them." Verses go on speaking about how the Levites became those who would serve the Jewish people, those who would serve God on behalf of the Jewish people within the Mishkan, when it came to carrying the different parts of the Mishkan, when it came to the different avodas, the different service that was done there. The Kohanim, of course, were the ones who did the actual avodah, the sacrificial services. The Levites would open the doors, the Levites... Would be involved in the songs that happened inside of the Mishkan, inside of the Tabernacle, inside of the Temple. Different jobs that the Levites were involved in. Moshe Rabbeinu was commanded to separate them, to choose them, to take them to God. I'd like to share with you an amazing Medrash, as we usually explore together. Halacha says the Medrash like this: How many strings? were on the stringed instruments which the levites would play Kinor in modern hebrew means a violin but maybe it means a harp how many strings were on this and this is also in the gemara in uh, chapter in nerachin which is an erchin surprise okay so how many strings were on this this instrument, which was used in the base of Hamikdash in the Temple, as the Gemara says there, <speaking in Hebrew> that first, that original, that original instrument had seven strings. Seven strings. <speaking in Hebrew> the verse says in Tehillim, in Psalms, which was written by King David, chapter 16, verse 11, the songs that were sung inside of the Temple. <speaking in Hebrew> it speaks of the pleasant the pleasant things that were said in front of God as the Jewish people were full of rejoicing ne'imay which means pleasant things can also refer to songs al al sheva smachis the verse says smachis which which means satiated feeling full with joy feeling full with simcha so the, the Medrash says don't read it Seva elah Sheva. The word Seva which means full can also mean, can also the same letters as Sheva the word seven. Seven is a full amount it's the amount of days in the week it represents the number of fullness that was the number of strings that are on the original instrument that was used by the Levites in the Mishkan and the Besamekdash. Chendav King David says as well chapter 119 that's the long one. Verse 164. Seven times a day I praise you for the statutes of your righteousness. It's a whole, whole parak of Tehillim talking about the greatness of Torah, the greatness of the words of the, this teaching that God gave us. King David refers to seven. There are seven strings representing, perhaps we could say, seven different types of song. Seven different ways of praising God. That's how many strings there were. When the Messiah comes, may it be speedily in our days. And that's how becomes eight. Instead of only seven strings being on that instrument, there's an eighth string. Maybe there's an eighth type of song. The Marsha in that Kimar and Erchen says that it Denotes the fact that we have joy because we no longer are beholden to the nations of the world. There's no longer shibud malchius. Doesn't matter what everybody else says, we do what's right. We do what's right. Shekane David Nigun says King David in regards to song, in regards to Nigun. Nigun means a tune. To the conductor. Laminatseh, who's the greatest conductor of all, God is the conductor of the entire universe. Everything works in perfect harmony. Beneginas, what's this harmony? What's the song? Alashminas. On the eight-stringed instrument. So when the Messiah arrives, they're gonna have an eight-stringed instrument. Eight different types of song. In the farther future, what we call Alumhabbah, perhaps, maybe this is Mashiach bin Yosef, and this is Mashiach bin David. It's not clear exactly. In the future time, the future world, it's going to become ten strings. They're going to have ten different types of song. ten strings. Pasek <speaking in Hebrew> says also, King David, chapter 144, verse 9, in Psalms, My God, I will sing to you a new song. What's the new song? The new song means in the future time, the time of... I'm going to sing to you with a navel, a harp with 10 strings. 7, eight, ten. There's a progression. What is the idea of these strings? What is the idea of the stringed instrument? Why are we singing with string instruments? What about trumpets? They had trumpets there. They had a taif. They had drums. They had a kinor. Tziltzalei shamal Tziltzalei trua. they had the cymbals all different types of instruments. But we're talking about specifically the instruments that were played by the Levites that had multiple strings. What is the idea behind a stringed instrument as opposed to other instruments? Okay, so that's the first part of the Medjush. Now we get to a second part. Umi Shmuel V'david Who is the one that established this for them, for the Levites, gave them these Instruments. It was Samuel, the prophet. And King David, Shnemar. The verse says, These were established by King David and Shmuel, who saw Be'amunasim. They were able to see. They had a prophetic vision. They could see It's not clear exactly, to me exactly what this word means, but it could mean miloshon omanusam which means each person which type which was the correct way that they were going to go which was the correct type of craft that they would perform some people were right for closing the doors of the mishkan some people were right for carrying the kelem the vessels of the mishkan some people were the right ones to be playing the instruments some people were the ones who would be singing different people at different jobs they set it up in a way that it would be able to last that it would continue it would stay consistent. They gave out the the positions, they gave out the instruments to the different players. They said, you, you Levite, Yossi the Levite, you are perfect to play the Chatzatzah, the trumpet. You, Yehoshua the Levite, you are perfect to be able to play the Kino or the violin, or the... The heart, And what would they do? I think that this is an essential part of it. They would sing, They would sing in front of the One who spoke and brought the world into being. We're going to come back to that. Look at the love. Look at the way that Hashem showed his love to, to the Levites. This is what God said to Moses. These Levites are so precious to me. They're so beloved to me. Take them to me for my name and give them, serara, give them an exalted position. Give them greatness. Honor them. Give them a position of leadership. Minayin. Where do we see this from? So as is the way of the Medrash, we start off speaking about something that doesn't seem to be connected. We talked about these instruments. And we talked about the fact that King David and Samuel gave out the positions, gave out the instruments. And then we say that somehow this connects into our verse, which is kach bring, take the levim, bring them to me. Kach means take them, bring them. And we read the the whole verse at the beginning, but it's important to read the whole verse. We're separating them out. We're making them special, right? That's the Lashon of Serara. We're making them to be outstanding. They're, they're, they're leaders. We're taking them out from the rest of the people of Israel because they're going to be the leaders. We're making them pure. It seems to me that there's three things here. Take them for my name. For me, God says Lesrara for greatness. There's a Gibb, there's a love that God shows to the Levites. It's not so clear why. But that's expressed in them being raised above, and then being given positions. And in the context of what we're speaking about, being given these musical instruments. What's the idea? What's the music? What's these instruments that they're being given? Why is that an expression of greatness for the Levites? What is the deeper understanding of this medrash? So I should tell you a secret. Over the last few weeks, I've been preparing this podcast with my son Moshe Dov. He's in yeshiva now in Shalaim in Jerusalem, and we study. We've been studying pretty much every day. Sometimes we schmooze. Sometimes we learn. But we discussed this Medrash, and I'd like to share with you his thoughts. Mixed up with my own thoughts as well, but this is the idea that he, that he felt that the Medrash was saying, and I believe that he's right. The Medrash is talking about an instrument with multiple strings. Now that's different from, a, from a, a monotonal instrument. A monotonal instrument means you play one note at a time. The voice is a monotone instrument. If you want to have harmonies, you got to have a few people singing. If you're playing the trumpet, you got to have a few trumpets if you want there to be harmonies. You want it to be a fuller sound. When it comes to a violin, when it comes to a harp, when it comes to a piano, these instruments have multiple strings. You hear more than one voice from that single instrument. That's what we're talking about here. We're talking about a seven stringed instrument, an eighth, an eight-stringed instrument, a ten stringed instrument. What is the idea of a stringed instrument? You can play more than one note at the same time. You hear harmony within a single unit. A single instrument. One person can play more than one note at the same time. You play the piano, you can play more than one note at the same time. So what? What's the idea? I mentioned to you Lamanatseh. One of the verses that we quoted over here is that God is the orchestrator. God is the one who brings all of reality, all the parts of, of, of creation. It's, it's awesome. Awesome harmony. There's, there's trees and there's plants and there's animals and there's bugs and there's sea animals and there's people and there's mountains and valleys and water and what an awesome ecosystem that God created. Unbelievable. Unbelievable order. Beauty, harmony—he's the manatzeach. The instruments that we play represent this. That's what the medrash is saying. Depending on how many, you know, like, do we see God everywhere? Do we see God in every aspect of reality? So the number seven means that we see Him to a certain extent. Teva—the the nature is represented by the number seven. Eight. Slomala Manateva represents a higher reality, a deeper recognition of God. We see even more harmony. We see in a deeper way, at a deeper level, that God is orchestrating everything. That's the Yomaisa Mashiach. We'll, we'll know that it's everything. Everything is God. A deeper harmony, a deeper music, a deeper sense that He's the menatech, He's the orchestrator. When you have ten strings, even more of reality is revealed. Even more harmony is brought out when you have 10 strings. More notes are added. More types of song. These are all represented by these multiple stringed instruments. One instrument with many strings, one instrument that can make many sounds that all come together in harmony. This is what the Levites are singing about. This is what, as we go through history, we get through a deeper and deeper progression seeing more and more the beauty and the harmony in God's creation that's what's represented by the first section but in discussing this I thought that there's something else here that's, that's very deep and very important what's the Chiba I asked what is this love that God has for them what's special about the Levim why are they chosen and it says take them to my name They're going to sing. What do they do? They sing in front of the One who created the world. That grand orchestrator of all of reality. They sing for Hashem. They sing for God. They have the ability to focus their song. You could sing about lots of things. You could sing love songs. You could sing about nature. You could sing about your experiences in life. You could sing anything. You could sing lots of things. But the Levite song was unique. Because their song was just about one thing. How everything is one thing. How all of those strings combine for one thing. For Hashem. Praising Hashem. Look, look at the verses that, that we quoted. We are full of joy. We're singing in front of you, Hashem. We're singing in front of you, Hashem. Seven times a day, I am praising you for the awesome statutes, for this amazing Torah that you've given us. That's what the song is about. Listen to the next one. I want to sing to you, the orchestrator, with an eight-stringed, with an eight-stringed instrument. God, I want to sing to you a new song. I want to sing to you a new song with a ten-stringed instrument. What's unique about the Levites is they're the ones who stand up and say, Who is for God? Come with me. Because they are Lishmi, because they are people who already are speaking about and singing about and thinking about God, they're the ones... We're the soul of the Jewish people. They're the ones who can sing the song, which is sung at, in the Mishkan, during the Avedah, during the service of God in the tabernacle. Because there's only one song, all the many different strings, all the many different instruments, there's only one purpose. You know, in the Mishkan, we bring together all the different types, all the different aspects of reality. We have Daimim. we have the inanimate objects, you have salt, flour, you have... It's, well, flowers actually, tzemech, stuff that grows. You have chai, you have the animals that are brought as sacrifices, and you have the madabri, you have the human being that brings all of these together. And for what? For what do we bring all of these things together in beautiful, perfect harmony? To praise God, to serve God, to recognize that where are we focused? What is our life about? What do we use? all of our means for, all of our abilities, all of our capabilities, all of our songs are focused in one direction. There's only one thing that we sing about. We sing about Hashem. Dovet and Shmuel know how to say, hey, you are the guy that plays the saxophone. You are the guy that plays the violin. You are the guy that plays the chatzatzra, the trumpet. You're the one that plays the drums. They were able to identify... They were the guy, the orchestrators, so to speak, who could identify the part that each person plays, the unique part, the unique ability that that person has. This person is a strong person; he belongs, opening and closing the doors of the Mishkan. What greater honor could there be of the Beis Hamikdash of the Temple? What greater honor could there be than to use one's might and strength and power to open the gates? let the Jews into the Mishka in the, the to close the gates when it's time to close them what greater honor could there be what greater sororah could there be what greater purification could there be what greater recognition of someone's greatness than to take him and to, to point him out this person is special he is beloved to me, why? because he has lishmi. he knows how to do things for my sake he knows how to do things. He knows how to sing that song for me, God says. I want these Levites, the They know how to take all of the different strings, they know how to bring more and more harmony, show more and more how all that harmony is just the song for God. Just a song for God, whether it's seven strings, whether it's eight strings, whether it's ten strings, whether we're in the natural world, we're in the supernatural world, or we're in the deepest of all worlds, where Hashem's light is revealed within every single aspect of reality. This song that they sang, this instrument that they used, the abilities that they had were directed in one way to God. I want to bless you, I ask you to bless me, that Hashem should help us to sing this song to sing this song of unification, of unity of God. One God, one instrument, one song, many different types of songs, many different types of instruments, many different types of strings, many different instruments with different levels, whoever we are, wherever we are, whatever is our place in reality, focused in one place. Hashem should help us to keep that focus on Him. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.